last weekend yeah it was an interesting weekend wasn't it it was um i can't remember did i did i hit that quaddy i think i i think um, i did i did you did which one did you hit the uh, sand out Flemington. the flemington one? Oh, that was that was the better one of the two i don't think rose hill played it oh actually i think rose hill played pretty good i don't think i think with dejumbuck i think with it getting up and who else? Was there another short price favourite that got up? Um, oh, God, I can't remember either, but it only paid like uh, paid less than 2000 but it only had 15%. But that Sessions Road, that ran second, if, oh. that, if that would have got up, God, that would have been Mate, God, it was cheering. I think it was not, was it $91 or $81 or something like that going to that last race? Yeah, it was something. $9.80 the place, I think it did. So I was really cheering for but obviously to jump up one quite dominantly. Yeah. So it was, look, apart, we didn't really, I guess, we didn't post, the Hello Broadcast obviously didn't win, but a lot of the ones we talked about did really well. Yeah, they performed. I don't think we do. I can't even, try. I didn't lost track of how, if we had any winners in our like chats that we brought up uh, during the, during the podcast, but I think if anybody add, followed, like was that was listening, probably had a might have been able to have a good day with some of the stuff we were saying. It was quite funny. I put I put Andermatt into the punters club, um, our punters club like chat group, mm. and I was like, if it if this storm hits and it gets in a heavy deck, he just launched him. He's a moral, and that storm never hit, but he still ended up winning like a moral, which was quite funny to be honest. Yeah. I was looking at him before the race. He looked at how did you go? How did you end up on the weekend, Dano? <laughs> well, Oracle, I'm so sorry, but I've I've got no units left. <laughs> <laughs> I actually cleaned them out. I, I I got carried away and I made some irrational decisions that didn't follow the process. And yeah. you know that's what happens when you don't listen to the Oracle. Straight from the protocol, I went rogue. And Lots of people go rogue. Don't worry, Dano. It's it's normal. I felt like it was a relapse of the last time I went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> and like one of these days, I'm going to put a hundred bucks in there, you know, and I'm going to stick to it. And I was you doing. You need to do. You need to. You need to create a separate account, and then when you put the queue in the rack, you need to just like close the account. Not close the account. Sorry. Like put your restrictions on. You know, where you can like give yourself a like it's like take a break and just put yourself like for a certain like couple of hours so you're not tempted to, to <laughs> fill oh, up you, on the races. Can you have a break for a couple of hours? You can, <laughs> yes. I think it depends on the in on the on the bookie, but I know you can with some of them and you put like your time that you want to have a break in and the time you want to resume. That's 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 a pretty good idea. If you're doing that, so if that, you're doing the play where you leave your money in there. Yeah, exactly. So then you could just have like the the Unis account, and then you could have a fun sports bet account or whatever you want to use, and that's where the one where you just like just rip and tear and and go away from the system if you want. Yeah. Okay. But now you've got a you've got a deposit again now. Yeah, I've got a deposit again. Um, yeah, I'll do the. I'll do hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I did, Oracle. What? Oh, fucking! When I got cleaned out, I you redeposited. I redeposited twice. <laughs> and did I, you chase? I chased some chartins. <laughs> oh, oh you on the to, Sunday, you yeah. went to Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah we, we had a we had a shit out Sunday at, at Hong Kong, didn't we? We've you, we that's usually been like our our saver last few weeks where we've we've had a bit of a couple of winners there. Which one? Something won and. I sort of doubled or tripled what I had in there, which was only like, you know, not much. But I I, I ended up just doing it. I actually thought of Minga when I did it. You know how yeah. he gets excited with his winnings and just slaps it all on? <laughs> yeah. I thought, wow, well, fuck, I wasn't expecting to win that one. I'll slap all this on the next one. Like a full problem gambler. 
and, and ended double up, or nothing. Ended up with nothing. So, who who can you remember the horses that that lost it for you? Oh, mate, I could check right now. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, what did you, let's uh, have a chat about some of the ones we were following. Hello, broadcast. That was um, dog shit. Well. It was a real shit race. It was like it was just poor. Like Jamie Carr was on money. Actually came for it. I think it started in because when we spoke about it, what was it thirty one thirty one dollars or something around that? Yeah. And it shortened into around eleven bucks. So mm. money came for it. It had a big drop in weight. Jamie Carr on board, up in trip, fitness edge on its side. Like it had all the positive signs, and that was why I ended up making it a bet, and it just ran poorly, and then. I was trolling through the um, the stewards' reports on the Monday and nothing. Yeah. So it's just a poor run and it's a sacked horse, unfortunately. Ah, uh, well, it happens. And now that you've sacked it, it'll probably come out and win next start. Oh, I know. But it, as long as it's not like a Saturday grade, if it comes out on like a Friday at like the pig swamp, that's sweet. I'll cop yep. that. But as long as it's not a Saturday grade, particularly against a horse that I'm betting on. Oracle. I loaded mm-hmm. 5G patch with the winnings. Oh, yeah. With the winnings I got from that Smartawi. Yeah. And oh, Smartawi. Oh, yeah. We we got on that. How good was that? Watch? That was good. Yeah, and, that was the one. And then my my final one was uh, was Simba, which I thought Simba get a win recently. Simba. Simba. I saw the name of Simba yeah, and I remembered it. Did. it. Like Oracle tipped it months ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it won. Yeah. At like 10. And we got we got it. Uh, yeah, it was in dust double digits. And that's where I put the rest was, of my units. Fine business class back from Hong Kong that day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll be back. You will be back. Thanks, Oracle. You'll be back. You just, need to, you just need to control those urges. I've actually you got a pen can. and paper in front of me right now ready for some. You just need your CCV number. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be back. Peace <laughs> off, Mega. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah another okay another one from the weekend af cabin now that ran like a busted asshole so there's a lot of it's a lot of conjecture about this run i i i'm not sacking the horse off one bad run for one thing and two i thought timmy clark i think if he had his time again he probably wouldn't have worked the horse as hard as he did early to get across now i know he was probably trying to get in front because there was more showing like a i guess the a, 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 I wouldn't say a on pace bias, but it was favouring those on speed. Horses weren't running on as easily as as they normally would say at Ramwick. So I do concede that he was a bit unlucky in that sense. And I think it was if if he had his time again, I don't think he would have rolled as far forward and and gassed the horse that much. So don't be sacking him moving into the the Ramwick guineas. That's for I was sure. going to sack him. I wouldn't. <laughs> just just be cautious. Okay, and I the, the the I think the three that we're going to speak about the um, don't sack any of them yet, and I'll explain a couple of reasons as to why. Yeah, I've each. Al- I've already sacked Nature Strip, so I sacked you know him what? live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which probably could have been the best tip of the potty, I reckon. <laughs> it probably could have been because you could have laid him. Well, did you see him in the stalls? No, he was angry. Mm. He was fired up, getting all hot and bothered and everything like that. So I ended up laying – I ended up getting on and laying him because I saw him just fire up and just all over the shop. And it showed obviously in his run that he just gassed himself. Yeah. So I read an interesting stat about Nature Strip. Mm-hmm. All right. So outside of the fact which we spoke about last week about him being a grand final horse, we know where his grand final is. It's the TJ Smith at Randwick during the championships. So when Nature Strip's odds are three dollars or greater, he's won eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when his odds are three, like two ninety nine or lower, he's won like I think it's like fourteen or or something like sixteen out of the the remaining races. So he's shooting at eighty percent when his odds are above eighty percent, and then he's shooting at about forty percent when his odds are below three dollars. So and that's why if you're gonna, that's why he's a dog. Yeah, because exactly he, because he blow, he loses a couple and then blows out and then nobody wants to and then you're like oh I can't I can't touch him and then when he's two dollars because he's in form he'll fucking lose 
Exactly. I can't so stand him. Don't, don't, yeah, he's so inconsistent. I get that. But just wait for the grand final and let's see what odds he is. So what we'll do is if he's, t- if he's in the TJ and his odds are above $3, we all have to get on. I'm going to note this oracle. I just, yeah. I, like, I, like I said last week, I don't think, like I'm definitely not going to back him again. I've, I've learned my lesson with him, but... I honestly think what's that three his last three races he hasn't won. You, oh, except for Royal Ascot. That was the last one he won. Oh, that does that not show up on his on his form? Um, I, it might not. I don't know. I haven't checked what what form or what, what form no, are you I walking think it at? Would. I just I just saw before his spell he lost the the last two, and then he's come out and lost that one too. So he had the Everest, remember? So that was a bit unlucky run where he held on for third from Jack and I. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. So, yeah, that's sorry. He did have his last rep. Remember, he won first up in the shorts, then went to the Everest, ran third, uh, fourth, sorry, and then went to the BRC Classic and lost to Rockin' Horse, the Quaddy Killer. Yeah. The Quaddy Killer got him. Yeah. Uh, And he got the Quaddy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think, I just think he might be done. Yeah, I'll I'll hold off until I see his grand final, which I know is the TJ. So yeah, if he if he flops in that like he did on Saturday, then it'll be no doubts the the owners and stuff like that will probably be thinking about retirement anyway. Like yeah, he's, he's not getting, exactly getting any younger, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be sacking him at, at all. All right, not yet anyway. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that, people already know that should be listening to you, but we'll uh. We'll move on to the next one who I'm going to sack as well. King, <laughs> King's Gambit. <laughs> King's Gambit. So I just touched on all the shorties that got rolled. So <laughs> King's Gambit, has he's had two really shit race shapes against him. And do you know he actually clocked, I think, the second or, ma- second or third, second fastest. Uh, no, I think it's the second fastest last 600 metres of the meeting on the weekend. Okay. So he went, I'm pretty sure he went sub 33 seconds, which is actually very quick. So he's got all the ability, but I think the race shape again was against his favour. It was another small field, which he doesn't seem to like. I would love to see them go like him in a bigger field, have a sit just, just nice and handy out of cut, like away from horses with a really fast pace and seeing him hit the line. Like I just... I think these last two races, yes, his bubble's been burst and there'll be a lot of people sacking him off that. But he he's, was like those sectionals coming home, Then it's not the sign of a hack or anything like that or a horse that doesn't have any ability. Like I think he's got it. I just think he's just been unlucky. Yeah. But yeah, you're probably right. in saying that, is he going to beat learning to fly? Probably not. No. She's a freak. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, yeah. So there so was like that. So, I, yeah. so I wouldn't, I wouldn't sack him. But in terms of a slipper type thing, like be cautious. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's been a few favourites going down. Yeah, and, um, and definitely. L- lucky for me, I haven't been on them. Yeah, I know a lot of our mates have been on their good old multis with them, and I don't think anyone's really been too happy about the results. That's for sure. No, but we move on and uh, horses All about to the follow. future. <laughs> yeah, right. here we go, Dano. So, have you got your sports bet thing ready to drop these in? Oracle, I've got. He's got a pen and pad. A pen and pad and sports bet. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, first one, I'm not like you. Don't need to be a form expert to see this one. Was I wish I win in Nature Strips race? I rate this horse. Oh, this was this was this run. So this horse, we spoke about it last prep, and when it was leading up to the Golden Eagle, not thinking it it was probably a mile horse, um, but it's certainly a fourteen hundred meter horse. So for it to do this over the thousand meters was just amazing. I know Peter Moody did say leading up to this prep that he was going to be aiming for the shorter trips. So I'm not sure where they go next over that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they go for a TJ or something like that. But who knows? But to clock. Sub eleven second sectionals for the la- for the eight hundred, the six hundred, the four hundred, the two hundred is just electric. Like I've been following sectional data probably probably for the last two to three years, and every horse I-, I can't remember the last time I had a horse that did what it did. 
So that was just amazing. So if it goes to that new market handicap, I think a dry deck, obviously, I think it'll be right in it. Wet deck, I think Bella Nipatina. I thought her run was phenom- mm. phenomenal, but she just needs it wet. Simple as that. She's good. Bella's yep. good. Uh, and what Luke Nolan, who wrote I Wish I Win, said, it's probably the sec- Quicken's second best thing to Black Caviar that he's ridden. Yeah, which is pretty incredible. I Like, he, she's... But I don't think Luke's ridden a huge amount of awesome, unbelievable sprinters, but outside of Black Caviar, like for him to say that like, and draw comparisons, like that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is, it's um, really, is that's going to make it hard to not back it next start. It, yeah. But I don't think you're going to get a price about it because everyone yeah. saw that run. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've written, I've written, I wish I win with a big tick next to it. Cool. Uh, next one there, Dano, is Exolita, who we've been on before. I thought her run was huge behind Anavisto. Anavisto was just there to, to dominate, and Corbs obviously tipped that to us all as well. Um, but Exolita, she missed the start, flopped out the back, had Oliver on board, rocketed home for, I think, second or third. Um, strict conditions, Michael D needs to ride her. She needs to be at Flemington or, or Sandown, for that matter, and over the 1,400 metres, but I don't want Oliver on her. Simple as that. Fuck no. Please don't put him on there. Is he cooked, is he? He's old. No, he's just, I know, he's, he's old. Just, he, he makes just dumb decisions. Jeez, you'd think his decision-making would be fantastic being old. But I the think thing it's is, his he, body. He makes some good decisions, but then he's so inconsistent. That's the problem. The guy's like, fucking, how old is he? Have we looked this up before? 50s, surely. I think we looked it up before. Yeah, but I feel like this was a, an early topic. Yeah, we spoke I'm about pretty sure he's... Melbourne Cup day. Uh, but... Yeah, I think yeah, I think so... he's in his fifties. But yeah, either way, put her dropping. in there. He's 50. so put that in your fifty. There you go. On the mark. So put that in your notes there, Dano. Mm-hmm. Fourteen hundred meters, Flemington or Sandown. No Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> no fourteen hundred meters. Fourteen hundred meters, Flemington or Sandown. No Oliver. Yeah, no Oliver. Done. Now I say um, that he's, I think it's his age and whatnot. He's probably not, doesn't have the, the strength that he used to have to get the horses going. But I, uh, looking at a couple of other jockeys' ages have popped up and Craig Williams is 45 and he's not struggling. No. Nah. I just well, think he's just making, making bad decisions and he's, he's losing the rocks in his head maybe. How old do you think Voldemort is? God. Oh, he'd be in his 40s. 43? He's 104. No. <laughs> Lord Voldemort. Yeah. No, no. You were pretty close. He's 42. 42. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I hope he retires soon. <laughs> um, so the, here's one that you might get a, at a price there, Dano. So you ready for this one? Yeah, talk to me. I love this. So, so the next one that I really like was Muramasa. So M U R A M A S A. A M A S A? Yeah, Muramasa. Yep. So this is a bit of a hidden run. So you look look in the form guide, you'll see 9th of 14th, um, 9 of 14, sorry, 2.75 lengths off elliptical in that group, these CSAs. Now, Muramasa caught the fastest final last 400 and 200 metres of that race. So one would suggest that. He was in need of that run, and to the step up to the mile is probably going to be a benefit to him. So I'm not sure where they're going to go yet, but one would suggest the Australian Guineas over the mile at Flemington might be his next start. So you might get a price about it. Elliptical will probably be rightly favourite for that race, and and it was evident obviously just then. But I thought he was a nice hidden run, and I think I told you guys on the morning of that I got some mail on Muramasa that he's been – He's been going really well at track work and that he was he's come back well. So follow that horse. He's actually one second up in the past. All right. So okay. you might get a price. I think he started around the well, I don't even know what was his SP around 25 bucks, 26 bucks. So you you might get a decent price about it there, Dano. So just put sixteen hundred meters, finished off the race really nicely. Yep. And then put Australian Guineas question mark. Um, yeah, that's, that elliptical was enormous. Elliptical was huge. 
And I think we mentioned that, like, obviously the, the Freedmans have an opinion of the horse purely for the fact that they're putting him in in group ones and wait for age group one. So I think he's definitely got ability in, and he got that that monkey off his back by winning his second race. Um, he's a good horse and I think it was a really good ride from, I think it was Blake Shin. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's going to be actually a really good form race coming out of that because I thought Holly Mans was really, really good. I thought Attrition was really good. Now, we spoke about Attrition. Um, I think he was really unlucky. He was running up a lot of bums and didn't get clear air until needed. Um I thought, yeah, he was really good. Who else was in that race? Um, Bank Moore. Bank Moore, yeah. I don't even know what happened to to Bank Moore. Like, um, I just like I just don't think it was like that. Like, I know, obviously, no, he finished. I think it was like sixth or seventh. But I just thought the run it just didn't give me anything to say that you know what you're going to be stepping up to the mile and you're going to look really good at the mile. Like maybe it was just maybe it's just a first up horse. Just looked a bit flat footed, I reckon. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, I'm not sure about I'm not sure about him, but certainly going into that um, Australian Guineas Miramasu will, will will likely be a selection for me because I really really like that run of his. Yep, and party for one at Rose Hill. That was a huge run. Yeah, in a th- yeah, fastest final six hundred, uh, four hundred, and two hundred of um of the day. I think it was so sectionals really good. Um, twelve hundred meters, big wide open track. I think he'll be a bet third up. Queenslander, um, yeah. Uh, no, you're thinking of party for two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, pa- right. so party for two, yeah, different. So party for two is actually racing in Melbourne this week in Blue Diamond. Um, but yeah, party for one. So just put that in your black book. I thought Machilade behind um, who who won that race? Ostapenko was huge. Yeah. Um, remember we spoke about that early money forty ones into twenty sixes, and I think the money still came on race day. Yeah. I thought. That horse was huge. Step up to the mile, even 2,000 metres. I think it's going to be in for a huge prep to put that one in there. Follow that one. And the last one. Match a latte. Match a latte. Yeah, put that one in there. (laughs) And then the last one was kiss some because I know – it's you'll be laughing at this, but I thought you watched that race behind Andermatt. Like there was a bit of a, uh, oh, how do we put it? Like a bit of a bumping battle with Handle the Truth and a few of the other horses trying to run on. And I thought Kiss Sum finished off the race really, really nicely. And we know the thousand meters is 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 not his go. Like we're we're looking around that fourteen hundred meters to the mile. Um, so just just wait and see. Again, you'll probably get a price about it, but I'll be keeping an eye on the horse heading towards the Doncaster. I think it's 117th in the order of the ballot, but obviously horses mm. will come out between now and that, that race day. Okay. Interesting. Now, Randwick this weekend, what do we yep, got? Randwick. So, so this is where we're really starting to heat up. So we've got two, we've got, we've got two, two group ones on, um, uh, group two and a group three on. Oh, so it's really good. Two, so oh. two group ones. Yeah, so we're starting to really get into to race the the autumn racing season now. So we had a bit of rain there today. I think there was between five and ten mils, um, but there's no rain expected between now and Saturday. So we're going to be dealing with a good deck. Rails out three meters, so that's not really going to show a great deal for us. So I think that's going to be fair racing, which is wonderful. So like I said, the the feature races are um, uh, the the Chipping Norton. All right, which you see um, at Animo get around and then the, the group one surround stakes for the Phillies. So I reckon we touch on on just the, the listed races if you're happy to do that, lads. Oh, absolutely. All right, so let's let's go to um, which race you want to touch on first? Maybe the surround stakes. Maybe the surround? Done. Okay. And then we can touch on some, a few of the other races at the end if, if we want to. Okay. So the surround stays race seven. So it's for the three-year-old filly, so the female the female horses over the 1,400 metres and it's part of that princess series. So they've got a 1,600-metre race um, coming up in two weeks' time, I think it is. So as you can see, we've got In Secret in the market at $2.15 and rightly so after that win that she had last start. Zugotcha, after having a bit of a minor setback, is in the second line of betting at 550. Our girl Sunshine in Paris mm. um, at 950, and then the rest at probably double figures or worse. Sunshine so, in Paris didn't finish too far off in secret, did she? No, nah, she didn't. Neither did Madame Pomery. So it's a really, really, yeah, it's a, it's a good race. So I've got 
um, a moderate pace on my on my speed map. I've got Cinderella Days leading from North Star Lass, all right, and then relatively, um, or just pretty much anyone who slots in after that where their their barriers are. So I don't like Fireburn drawn all the way out. I think I'm not sure if they're if she's going to win another race. To be honest, okay. Uh, what changes for us since that last one where a lot of these ones raced each other is an extra 200 metres, right? Exactly. So you want to look at those horses who were finishing off that race really, really strongly. So I don't have the set. I didn't have time to go through the sectional data and see where in secrets final 200 compared to um, Madame Pomeries and a lot more love. Who's another one that I, I really like coming out of that, that um, light finger stakes. So I think, I think, in secret is the right uh, favourite for the race and obviously drawn really, really nicely. Zoo Gotch is the, the, the interesting horse, which I think um, we're all pretty excited to see. She's got a wonderful first up record. She's handled Randwick before with, um, for three wins and a second for four starts and she's won at the track and distance before. So we know she's going to handle that, which is a really, really good thing. And obviously J-Max on board. So he's ridden in secret before. And I'm not sure if it was a prior commitment to being on Zoo Gotcha or whether he prefers the horse. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I can see why she's she's around that. What what, what sort of odds? What five fifty six bucks? Were you got? Yeah. So what, yeah. you said minor setback. Did she have an injury or something? Yeah. So she was due to run around in that light finger stakes, and I was actually quite keen on her in that race. Mm. Um, but she got scratched. Remember the Friday? I think it was the Friday morning. Yeah. So I think okay. she had. I think she had a, an elevated temperature or something like that, like something minor, but it's certainly something that you need to consider when you're betting into this race. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, interesting. Cause... So what do you like there, Oracle, the most? So this secret? is where it gets real – this is real tough there for me, Dano. So I've got five black bookers in this race. Fuck. Jesus. So in secrets I've had in there for a while. So it's not – you wouldn't consider it a black booker, but Sunshine and Paris would have been a, a friend – uh, boyfriend of her forever. Ruthless Dame, I thought was very, very good behind Jack and O and um, Bank Moore in that Manford. So I wouldn't be putting a pen through. And it's interesting that um, Kieran Ma Dave Eustace have, have decided to bring her up here instead of keeping her in Melbourne. So they must have some sort of intent there. And at $13, that's a pretty de- decent price to, to find out. Yep. Um, she's had a trial in between behind Spacewalk on the 13th of Feb, which was actually a nice piece of work. Um, I've got Madame Pomery in the black book after a nice fourth in that light finger stakes. And then I've got a lot more love, which I think we spoke about last week, uh, two weeks ago as well, who's in there at 41. So in terms of that there, Dano, it's it's a really, really tough race. I think if In Secret holds her form, I think um, she'll be tough to beat, but I wouldn't be putting a pen through Sunshine in Paris, Zugotcha, Ruthless Dame, Madame Pomery, um, and to be honest, even Cinderella Days, if she gets away with some cheap sectionals up the front there. Now, In Secret's going to have a lot of followers, but this is the first leg of the quaddy. Is there an opportunity here to possibly start off this quad with a good price with something else? You You could try and get a beat if you wanted to. I don't mind the sound of it. Well, she's 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 never won over fourteen hundred. She did get beaten by Jack and I. Yeah. So oh, this will be the second time also. going at. Oh no! I oh, know. <laughs> um, it's honestly up up to the the punter what they want to do because you you know you're not going to get a decent because um, you got Animo coming up in the next start at dollar seventy. Yep. I think you got to. You're going to play the yeah. Quad. Honestly, if you're playing yeah, if you're playing quaddies, you're going to have to probably either snipper or you're going to have to put a shit ton of money on it and I know most of us probably don't have that money to put a massive amount on a quarter. so if, if you were going to put like this is me gun to my head today I'd be going three uh, four eight eleven nine and twelve oh that's a nice spread that's leaving in secret out yeah, just yeah. to go for a bit of value. And again, like obviously if In Secret gets up, awesome. So be it. you could probably put a little bit on her at the t- like whatever your quaddy outlay is and then you can hedge hedge your quaddy bet essentially if you want to. Yeah. And look, the reason I 
I'm saying you should probably think about that is obviously because the next race, race eight, the Chipping Norton Stakes, Animo's going to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I he's paying he $1. seventy. I think I think he will. Again, I, I, I talked up Fangirl um, and, and I thought she was wonderful. Um, first up, fastest last 400 and 200 of the day. I think heading towards a, a, and a Doncaster, I think she's right in it. But again, she's got Voldemort on. She's coming up against Animo and, yeah, pretty much it. Interesting note, though, I thought Stockman was very, very good first up. I think he had a bit of a hidden run behind Animo. I think he was he played 101 to 1. So obviously j- disregard that, but I thought his he clocked some really good sectionals coming home and I think heading towards more of those staying trips like yeah, yeah Tankreds. Yeah. I think he could be a really really good bet. So you could probably put him in your black book if you wanted to, Dano. Yeah, I've already done it. <laughs> yeah, so just put Stockman Tankred or just put 2000 2000 meters plus. Hey, you hinged Ren all right in that last race too with Animo and Fangirl. Yeah, he, he, she was she was sound. She did her thing. She let, led them up at a, at a decent clip and, and held on nicely. She's she's a very honest horse hinged. Um, but I just don't think she has the class of, of Animo or Fangirl. Yeah. And do you think we've, uh, we'll have never see Moanga um, up to the up to what he was up doing before before his... oh, I think up in trip we will I think over two thousand meters I think he's going to be most suited um yeah. so I'm not sure where Annabelle's aiming him this year whether she's going down the route of like a ran but um I'm not sure or she's going to have a crack in the Queen Elizabeth which I think is going to be race of the year I don't know but um I think he I thought he was sound definitely um first up in that group to Apollo behind Animo. Like he crossed the line with Law of Indices and and Ice Bath, and beat home a lot of decent horses as well. So I wouldn't be putting a pen through him at all. But I no. think look for him to look for up in trip. So if I was putting a quaddy on, I'd, if you want to save a bit of cash, just put one in. But you could put eleven in as well because you don't want Voldemort knocking you out. Nah, certainly not. Might be worth just going to in that leg, I reckon. Yeah. So. We should probably – what have we got? The Liverpool City Cup. Do you want to touch on Let's that? Touch on the, yeah, so have race you looked nine? at the, the top weight in this, in this race? Profondo, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't brought this up already. He hasn't – I don't know. I'll, I'll, have you sacked him? Well, nah. <laughs> I'd be put, I'll put him in this – I'll put him in this quaddy for sure. Yeah. But, I mean – Hang on. So, sorry, race eight num- quaddy numbers have we got? Uh, yeah. One and um, eleven, one and eleven, just one and eleven. Sweet, yeah, yeah. I don't want Voldemort to knock us out. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, I don't know. I t- I've had a bit of a love affair with Profondo, but I don't know. Jeezy's he hasn't really done much for me. <laughs> it's hard to keep nah. going for him. There's a there, he had that boom on him, and he just hasn't delivered. Yeah, unfortunately, he'll get a good deck, which is it's which is good for him. So you could probably you could probably I got to make that case. And he hasn't trolled horribly. Like he had a, a decent trial behind Artorias um, in February at Warwick Farm. Um, you could, I think the top three in the market, look, look, the, look, the, obviously the ones that you want to be going for. Yeah. Think about it with a uh, uh, lightweight with, again. Looks interesting. Very much, very much so. So I feel like they, they, there's going to be a decent amount of speed in this race. Because you've got Bandersnatch, you've got Profondo, you've got Sabak, you've got Riadini. They're all noted leaders and on pace. So you could set it up for a horse like your, your Quanticos or your um, Rocketing Buyers, Gravinas, or even think about it to, to storm down over the outside. And how often do we see that at Ramwick? So I think this is a really nice open race. I would have loved for Quantico to have someone else on because I really do like the horse, but it's just um, <laughs> one of those things. Yeah, we don't need to say he his was name. he was very good in that Southern Cross and and rightly so. You wouldn't leave him out of the quaddy in this nah, one. No way, yeah. no way. What would you have? Um. All right. So I'll go through. I'll just go in market order. I I don't wouldn't want to put Profondo in to be honest. That's I don't fine. know. You, you want do, to? You can do that. I might. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably. Um. Will. Yeah. No, you will. <laughs> um. Let's have a look here. So I'd probably put Riadini. Yep. Cornico. Yep. 
You could probably put Gravina in there. Yep. Ranchan was horrible, and then think about it. So you're not not really doing a great deal there. You're probably just picking all the market order there. Yeah. That looks like a nice little race, though. Yeah, it is. Real, real linty little group three there, and a couple of really good horses in there. Like, I think Quantico's a good horse, and I think think about it's um, on the really on the upward spiral, which is nice. Yeah. So, so who's, who's winning that race, Oracle? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't comment yet. Sorry, Dano. That's pretty open. Um, it is. Now, since we're doing the quaddy, we'll finish it off. But I think, um, to be honest, with the selections we've made, we probably need to have something get up at a bit of a price here in the last. Mm, yeah, so we obviously have some Bathans who we backed before, but I don't think we're going to get that heavy deck, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, honestly, let's have a look here. i got a black I think booker you're gonna, in this. Who's your black booker? More secrets. Oh, yeah. What, what's your notes say? Great turn of foot. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That so, was a while ago. And she, and she came out. I'll tell you what race it was. There's a race yeah. I backed her and she won and nobody wanted her, I'm pretty sure. Or was it to place? I can't was it, a, was it a Warwick Farm on the heavy Yeah, day? yeah. That's, Knocked off Bubba? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I remember that. That was back late last year because yeah. you tipped it to us. Yeah, I might have put it up, yeah. Yeah, she's been good to me. I've, I won't be able to leave her out. Do you reckon? Do you want to chuck her in? Yeah, I think oh, we so. have to. Ten dollars. Who's on her? Ryan Maloney. Uh, I've got unknown in front of me. I've got Ryan Maloney in front of me, which okay. is it's, which is a good which is a good booking. I'd be yeah. happy with that. Yeah, I like he's that. running like a demon at the moment. I'm really around Ryan Maloney. I really like that. Uh, another one we've followed a bit is Never Talk. Is the top weight? Yeah. Do you think Never Talk on a dry deck? No, probably not. No, twelve dollars. First up, you know I like. I like. I uh, who could we put in? Chuck Sonora in there, I reckon. Yep, on the lightweight. Oh yeah, fifty-two kilos. Fucking hell, my used to fifty-two kilos. Who have you got riding Sonora? Uh, I think Zach Lloyd says it's going to be fifty kilos. Oh my god. Yeah, Zach Lloyd, 50 kilos than all we'll have. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. That's going so to that be hard be a, to beat. That almost could be a bet. Um, <laughs> I'd, put Son- I'd put Sonora in there. Yep. I'd put Cavalier and Char- oh, Cavalier Charles. More secrets. Nikki's fling. And that's it. That would be a quarter because I don't want to bomb out in that last one. Did you put? Did you say Kalino? No, nah, we'll brush it. Yeah. What was the last one, Oracle? Um, Nikki's do you fling. want Nikki, Nikki's fling? That would be a good one to get up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. There's four, yeah? You've just given four? So we got 16, <laughs> six, yep. eight, and 12. And seven. Don't forget seven. Oh, seven. Yeah, dynamic impact. 16. Fuck, I'm liking the look of that. Sonora. Oracle, and I'm sorry yeah. to do this, but race nine, I've got 10 and four. Uh, race nine, what do you need from race nine? Oh, numbers. Quaddy numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, four. Yep. You missed them. Five. Seven. Ten. Yeah, I had half of them. Good job. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Oracle. I'm fucking Mingo. Pen and a pad. Yeah. Mate, this is hard for me. Um, sweet. So, look, I think we've got that quaddy covered. Did you want to talk yeah. about any of these other races at Randwick? Yeah. I want to touch on race five and race six. Yep. So, race five. So, the. So the race five, I'm super pumped to see Mirror Vision come back. Oh, yeah. I think she's trialed up very nicely. She's finished 0.4 of a length in an Empire Rose over the mile at Flemington. She's got a great first up record. She's won at the track and trip before. I really like her. The only thing that I have reservations about is hope in your heart. Like she's a wonderful horse and she's really oh. come leaps and bounds these last – these literally last six months. 
Okay. Would you be so, considering Mirror Vision at bet? Yeah, I would be. Seriously. Clippo on. Love that. So I'd be I'd be seriously considering her as a bet. Okay. So that's one. And then the second, and then I want to talk about race six because this is another one of those lead-up races to the Golden Slipper, and you'll see, have a look at the favourite in this race. Hang on, race six. Oh, skirt the law. Oh, stop it. Yeah. So you've got a couple of really good horses getting around. Skirt the law, most noted. Trialed like an absolute rocket up here at Doombin in February. I think it won the trial by about six lengths, and it was one of the fastest trials of the day. It was just immense. Yeah, I um, yeah, I just I don't usually back winners of the big races like the Magic Millions and the you know all those sort of mm. ones, but I got Skirt the Law, and I will forever be grateful. Yeah, so that was that's one, and then you got to look at Blanc to Blanc with J Mac on point um what point two of a length off uh, learning to fly. Yeah, can't ignore that either. So, exactly. So. Really good race. I want to I want to keep a close eye on Skirt the Law, Blanc de Blanc, Empress of Wonder. Um, this John O'Shea horse, Saltare, I thought it was quite unlucky behind um, Learning to Fly, so I wouldn't mind seeing it get around again. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah, I just want to see those guys around heading towards the slip, but nothing will be probably a bet in this race because it's quite open. And, again, those two-year-olds, I don't like to bet in them, but um, really good race as well. Really yep. keen to see Skirt the Law. And I would love – imagine if Tony Golan took away – took home a slipper. Got to be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be epic. Go the Queenslanders. Yeah, go the Queenslanders. All right. So, shall we move on to um, Sandown? Let's move on to Sandown. Now, you know, we thought we had it. We were frothing at the mouth with, um, with Randwick. So, we've got three group ones here at Sandown, three group twos, two group threes, and a listed race. It's not bad, eh? Jesus. What a what now, a Saturday! What am I doing Saturday? Oh, we've got um, NRL draft. Oh, really? Yeah, we're drafting a, up our NRL fantasy team. So I've got I've got a course for work. No, nine three, no. nine three. So I'm going to go straight to the the pub after it and catch the last few races. Oh, that's well, three's not too bad. Exactly, I can handle it. Yeah, I'm in the perfect so, position for this weekend. Actually, on Saturday. I think you're not. You'll be loving it. What'd you say? I don't think you are in the perfect position. Why not? What do you what do you mean? I think you might be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you might make some poor decisions, bigger. <laughs> On the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well that's probably that's almost guaranteed. Mm. Are you uh, are you right with that pen and pad over there? <laughs> 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 Are you ready to go now? You you keep looking at me like you want numbers when we when we name the horses. No, I don't want. I didn't look the last little last couple of minutes. I've struggled to keep up, <laughs> but I've got sand down written and ready. Now have a look at this. Cool. Have a look at this Randwick page, Minga. Look at that. Look at the detail in that. Can you please put these notes Jeez. up on socials, Con? Yeah, I'll take a photo of this. This is good. This is nice handwriting. That's mate. That's if you, <laughs> this is pretty good. You just—it'd be good if you had numbers next to them, though. <laughs> what do you mean numbers? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Jesus Christ! I'm kidding. Let's get into this Sandown card because. Cool. Now, what I'm I want you guys to take note of is we're at Sandown Lakeside, not Hillside. Now, to run it on on a different track. So this track is slightly different to the Lakeside. Um, sorry, the Hillside track. Where it's a little, it ha, it can favour a little bit more leadery, all right. Okay. So it's like think of it like the race, the the racetrack's long straights and very like kind of hairpin turns. Okay. Yeah. So it so, doesn't have that dip in it. No. Yeah. There's still a dip. I'm pretty sure. Jeez. But it's, but it just tends to tends to favour. It's like the um. It's like the inner track of, of Sandown, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So just, yeah, this, the turn's not as wide, so it tends to favour a little bit more on paces, but it's been playing really fairly in recent times. Um, so no rain expected, so we're probably going to be dealing with a good deck. 
Now, what we'll do is I'm just going to touch on some races and I reckon we touch on the, the quaddy legs from there on. Okay. So, Dano, you ready to write some notes Hang on, down? He, he's dropped his microphone. Oh, yeah. Can you p- pick, pick your microphone back up? Are you all right, mate? I just need two hands for this. I'm listening, Oracle. I'm, I'm plugged in. I just The mic's heavy. I've got to hold it with one hand. Then I've got the That's other hand good. to write with. And I'm the notepad's on my lap. This is yeah, hard. That's all good. You got it? Yeah, I've got some technical difficulties here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, That's good. all so right. That this. means you're doing something. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll touch on that. We'll touch on race two because I, I, there's nothing really in race one that really catches my eye. So yeah, with right you are at dollar seventy. So race two, group two, um, Aramis, uh, I think it's Armanesco Stakes, which That's is really right. really good. It's great too. Yeah, three year olds uh, for Phillies again. So this is one of those races that Ruthless Dame could have run in um, that we spoke about who's racing up against In Secret. Yep. And to be honest, if you looked at this race with her in it, uh, she would have probably pissed this race in, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah so she's, I don't really uh, know many. Well, none of them, none of the know, names stand out to me. So Laced Up Heels um, is the WA horse, which Corbs has a big opinion of. So she's in the market there. Call Die was a really, really good horse. Um, won a maiden over 1,400 metres early Feb. The problem is I um, I ended up black booking the horse outsider uh, behind it and it's flopped ever since. It's run second in two maidens. So I don't know why it's at $6 and obviously Oliver's on board. I yeah. thought she's lickety split was quite average in that. Kevin Hayes behind Rich Fortune. Yeah. Um, Royal, Royal Merchant was good behind Wollongby, um last weekend. So really interesting that she's on the quick backup, which is which I'm quite intri- intrigued to see. Now, um, so you reckon laced up heels is going to go pretty good here? Do you know who I really like in this, and I think is the overs in in the market? She's been met with support as Wave Rider Boy. Okay. Oh, thirteen dollars. Really. I really, really – I thought her behind the, the – um, behind Rich Fortune and the Kevin Hayes was very, very good. And she crossed the line maybe, oh, I think, just under a length behind um, Ojai, who we chucked in the in the black book. She beat home laced up heels. She beat home lickety split. Um, I like so I just this. don't understand – I don't understand why her price is where it's at. I like it, Oracle. Can I put a star next to it? Yes, yes. <laughs> She's she's drawn drawn the the barrier eleven. I I note that obviously, but she's going to roll forward. Um, she's got Joy McNeil on on thing. Like I think she's a really really good bet. Oh, mm. lovely! I mm. like that. Something with a bit of a uh, bit of value. Okay, so we'll, we won't make we won't say that's a bet yet, or we will. No, we won't say that's a bet yet, but it's certainly something that I'm considering looking at. So I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't get on just yet. Just just wait and see because you the the op- she opened around eleven dollars and she's out to thirteen. So she might even drift out a little bit further. Okay, that's good. I like that. So I've just got laced up heels and um, wave rider boy here. We happy with that? Yep. Sweet. Yep. All right. Uh, next race, race three. I really, I just, I'm looking at this field, and does anything stand out to you, lads? Uh, to be honest, um, not really. How does Barb Raider not win this race? I can't. I haven't seen him for a while. She's a weapon. Her, yeah. Uh, what's what's she? When was the last? Time? Oh, Eagle Farm was her last win. She's been racing in, in like she's been racing in some very very good companies. She was one length off Gypsy Goddess in our Queensland Oaks. She she's won at fourteen hundred before. She's trialed up really really nicely. I loved I loved her jump out at Cranbourne with Craig in the in the in the saddle. I think she's fired up ready to go, and okay. I can I can make cases say that Tura was very plain at Sandown behind Jackano in that all. Yep. I thought Espiona. I don't think she's good as people make her out to be. Pride of Jenny's a decent horse, but I feel like um, Barb Raider's got better form. This Torajine, um, yeah, looking at it, 
And then finally you got Forbidden City, who I think has been up way too long and wrote to Arataki. Ran really, really well last start. But I just I think Barbara is a great a great bet. Done. Okay. Good. Four sixty. Got that down. Right. Now we go on race four. Race nah. I don't have anything in race four. Spacewalk's there. Um bit short in the market though. All right. Um, no worries. Race, race five. Race five. I found this so incredibly difficult looking at this. I thought Pericles was was not as didn't like it was it was sound first up. Let's just say that. Um, so three dollars ten favorite. And then you got Mister Maestro who wasn't far behind. So if if you're looking at this race, like you want to be looking for different form lines. So you're looking at Hennessy Ladin and Acosta. They they ran together. Osbred Rising Star was in a, in a class one at Newcastle. So see how there's so many different form lines in this race that mm. it's really, really hard to, to, I guess, come up with an edge. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. looks tough. Yeah. Super tough race. So I'd probably leave that one. Yeah. I'm glad that it's not part of the quaddie, that's for sure. Yeah, good. And that brings us to race six, the start of the quaddie. Now I'm getting yeah. excited. Yeah, here we go. So, um, oh, look who it is! No, Gold Trip. So, <laughs> I'll I'll get all that mail from Gold Trip's owners this week. Steve's already sent me his, his acceptances and stuff like that. So, um, I'll get all that sort of stuff and I'll I'll relay that down to you lads. Um, no compromise. I don't think you have to be a, a form punter to or a. a, a like a form expert to, to see that run behind um, Banju in that first up in that 1,600-mile race, you know, at yeah, Randwick. geez, it was coming. Yeah, so I'm surprised that it's open up at 8.50, which is interesting. Yeah. Oh, geez, I like that, though. Give us a price. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, it, it is I, – I do understand where we're open – well, we're running over 1,800 metres, but is Gold Trip going to be wound up, ready to go? Bit of question marks there. No, um, MS, were you, what, MS, what were you saying about? Sorry, what were you saying about the Melbourne Cup winners the other week as well? They do they bounce back out that next prep? Yeah. You got to wait and see. And the same thing can said for Emissary. So ran second in that Melbourne Cup to to Gold Trip two lengths um two lengths second. Yeah, true. That's right. Yeah. So Huge you got odds. that. No. Yeah, Surefire. I thought was sound behind um, Animo in the Apollo. Now, this is an interesting one. So, this one has to go in the quaddy. Okay. Young young Werther. Yeah, put him in. So, so I thought, now, this will be an interesting stat for you. So, what are your thoughts on his second up record? Uh, give me a look. Well, four starts for two seconds and a third. Now, I'd like two to see of those, a win that, in there. Both of those seconds, one was one was 0.5 the length off incentivize. Oh, all right, in a group one Turnbull, all right, and the other one was a 1.6 length sec, uh, third behind Smoke and Romans. Oh, now, is that not a leap form line second up? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it gets much better than incentivize form. I know exactly so. Honestly, I get he's had 16 starts. He's only won the one race, but he's been racing in very good company. And I thought his first up run in in that Carline Club behind Pounding, I thought he was actually really good. Him and Explosive Jack for Stayers. Yeah. Like Youngworther beat Smoke and Roman's home, beat Corner Pocket home, Man Cayenne, like, and he crossed the line with, with um, Deny Knowledge and Keats, who are noted milers. He's more a 2,000-metre horse. So I would not be leaving him out of this quaddy. Yeah, Young Werther, he's always, he's always in my quaddies. Yeah. Definitely so he, he's a, in this. Yeah, and I would love to see him get a win because I think he deserves it. Um, mm. I thought uh, Keats, now we put Keats in our black book after its last run because we thought it held on really, really well yeah. in um, in that group three. We I was praying and hoping it'd pop up in some sort of handicap, but it's popped up here. So for argument's sake, just because I don't want to see it go around without me at least having something near it, I think put it in the quaddy. Yep, okay. Keats, um, number eight, Dano. Yep. 
Are we putting Gold Trip in the quaddy? No. Okay. What do you reckon, not Oracle? Y- n- not yet, Dano. <laughs> These are just our little draft numbers. Once I get a bit of, once I get the Kieran Ma mail, I'll um, I'll I'll review it. Okay. All right. And then we've got Yaffet, who I thought was really good in um in a BM eighty four at Sandown. Again, behind here to shock who's who um who won really really well, but I just I don't know. It's up in grade, which has me concerned. It's got the brown factor. Yeah, it does. Who's absolutely flying. Yeah, double brown, actually. Brown at the moment. Yeah, double brown. Do you want to go against it? And no. then, the, do you know what? No. Generally, the, the interesting runner in this is um, Il Paradiso. Oh, yeah. Pizza Paradiso. Suffolk Park. So, Il Paradiso. So, he came out here and he ran in the in the Melbourne Cup after running in, I think he, he was racing in Ireland. I think he raced in the Derby over there and then the St. Ledger at Doncaster, I think, from memory. Anyway, he came out here, ran an absolute bottler of a run for third in the Melbourne Cup, and I was actually on. So 0.3 of a length behind um, Bow and Declare. Oh, now, he had, his, he had his fair share of injuries, and he hasn't raced for 558 days. Again, this follows that trend there. Kind of horses don't bounce out of our Melbourne Cup very well. Yeah. Um, so he was with Waller, had, a, I think, um, had some troublesome injuries and never was sound. And now he's with Kieran Ma. Now we know Kieran Ma and Dave Eustace arguably the best trainers of stayers in, in the country. Mm. So he's another one that I'll be just watching and seeing where they're going because it wouldn't surprise me if they're aiming in for like a Sydney Cup or a Tankred as well. Yeah, well, that's crazy. He hasn't raced since that Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Okay. So he's another one. So it's it's quite an interesting race. Um, I think I think honestly the you go wide in the quaddy because I could make a case for a few of them. Okay. But definitely, definitely put Young Werther in there. And it would not surprise me if I end up betting on Young Werther, to be honest, in this race. I think I will be. I think he deserves yeah. it. I'd love to see him break that hoodoo and, and win um and win a group two. Yeah, for sure. Now, what did you end up out of that with quality numbers, Dunno? Four and eight. Four and eight. No, I think it should put, be more than that. And put five in there, Dunno? Yeah. Five. And maybe – and chuck two in. Oh, yeah, just put those numbers at the moment and then we can we can reconvene and, about and them Young after. Werther's your favourite bet in the race at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's move on to race seven. What do we got? Ladbrokes. The Blue Diamond State. Diamond. So, so this is the big two-year-old race down here in Victoria. Obviously, the Slipper is the widely regarded as the best two-year-old race in the world. But this is this is a pretty good race still as well. So, market order. We've got Steel City, who we've spoken about before, at four forty. Barber at five fifty. Brave Halo at eight fifty. Little Brosy at ten. The Instructor at ten. Don Corleone, the the Bubble Burster, ten bucks, and then you're getting fourteen bucks or longer. The rest. Now, yeah, you still see- keen on Steel City? Yeah. Okay. Good. He's, he's drawn amazing. He's got learning to fly form, red resistance form, who are both the markets there. Um, honestly, just stand him out the quad. Really? Big call, yeah. I know. Wow. That's huge. Are you that, you that confident on him? I'm pretty confident. I really like him as a horse. Okay. That's huge if you could hit that. Yeah, Steel I think City. You, I think it's going to be one of those cases where you either just back Steel City or you just back everything to beat him, because Barber comes out of that race with Little Brosy, Brave Halo. Um, uh, there's a few Hall Corniche, um, like there's a few horses there that you can all line up. So I think a different form line is what you need. I think Steel City's a better horse than Don Corleone. Yeah. Um, and then if you go down further down the market, like I just, I just feel like the quality of the horse is starting to go down. Mm-hmm. Like he just still city brings the elite form lines coming into this race. Yes, he's a maiden. I get that, but he's won some absolute bottler races um, up behind some very, very good horses who I still fancy in this flipper market. Yeah, I hear. You. That's I like it. Yeah, that's ballsy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lovely. Okay, so we don't need to touch on that any further then. We go to race eight. No, yeah, let's do it. So this is the big one, the big 1,400-meter futurity. 
Now we've got our big boy alligator blood resuming, which is awesome. The blood. He's back. The blood. He's black, exactly. I'm, I'm pretty excited to see him go around, eh? So I'm just yeah. so stoked that he's back to his best and, and racing really, really well. Now, this is this is quite a good race. Now, I I put Mr. Mozart in my black book. I didn't obviously pass it to you guys on because my black book's quite big at times. Um, but I thought he was really, really good first up behind Quantico, and I thought arguably he probably should have won that race. So... He's drawn um, drawn the pole and will probably take up the running in this race with with Alligator Blood taking a sit, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. What do you see? Do you think Alligator Blood will kick up and, and, and cross him or do you think Mr. Mar- um, Oliver will be a real prick and try and hold him out? I think Alligator Blood will want to, will want to cross him. Um, I think he will. I can't remember the last time he didn't take the front. Yeah. Um, so, but hopefully that, you know, he doesn't end up cooking himself doing it. Because um, mm. I mean, there's some there's some danger in this in this race. Yeah. It's going to be coming from the back. Benny Mellum's in this race. Yeah, he is. There's a bit of danger on on Laura <laughs> on Laura of Indices. So this is another one there, like lads. Like you can make a case. Like I thought, on oh, Thunderstruck was sound behind Jack and O in that all. I thought mm. Mr. Brightside was very good in that race in the all. Same with same with Nugget. Um, my Oberon has a wonderful first up record for four wins from six starts. Um, has never won over this trip though, is more seated to them over the mile. Yeah. Law of Indices is coming back from Hong Kong. Um, sorry, not Hong Kong, but he raced over in Hong Kong and then was sound behind Animo in that Apollo stakes. Um, Aegon, I think is overrated, but he was, he was quite good in that, in that CFO behind Jack and I in that blanket finish. And then you got Mr. Mozart who was, who was quite good. As well, yeah. So, so, what are you thinking? We go a bit. We cover a bit of ground here in this uh, with this quaddy in this leg. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, do do we just go with and just stand out alligator blood? Jeez. Oh, do it. <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he's better than? Do you reckon he's better than an I'm I'm thunderstruck and and a, you know, nugget even. Uh, yeah, I think he is. I think over them. I think over them the fourteen hundred to a mile. I think he is a better horse than them. All right. Okay. So I'm looking at this race, and I think I'm thunderstruck. He's more looking for the mile slash two thousand meters. I think Mister Brightside's looking for a mile. I think Nugget is probably looking towards the mile as well. My Oberon's looking for the mile. Laura Indices is the mile 2000. Um, Aegon's probably looking for the 1400 mile, so I can make he can make a cast for him. And Mr. Mozart's probably looking for the, the 1400 range. So if you're looking at purely off that, who's got the most intent here over 1400? And it's Alligator Blood. Yeah, he's, he's five from eight at the distance. Five from out at the distance, he's had three wins, a second and a third first up. Um, yeah. I love it. Stand it out, Dano. Done. Let's do it. Let's go is- real bullish in this one. Yeah, Obviously, okay. this is subject to change because have a look at this last race here because we're going wide in this quaddy. There's the quaddy killer at the top, rocking horse. 35 bucks he's paying in this one. Yeah, Chuck she is, in. yeah. She <laughs> Chuck him in. Oh God! But look at this. Look at this race. Look at this race. Is this not the race of the day? Yeah, definitely. Huge field too. I they are going to. They <laughs> are going to fly. So I've got Zoo Style Oxley Road, the Astrologist, um, Asphora, Chain of Lightning, IME, all going forward. Wow. Like they are going to fly. And then we've got the old big boy Mars Crusader sitting down there at thirty one wow. bucks. What the hell is he doing at that price? I know. This is interesting, so, this. Isn't it? Like honestly, you could not so if I look at this in purely in market order, right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So nine of the of the top ten in the market, I could make a case for. Yeah, wow! I can't believe some of the prices you're getting for some of these too. Because it's just so open. Yeah, I am me's in it as well. He's flying. Yep, I am me's flying. 
Um, Chain of Lightning was very, very good. I did say that I didn't think she would handle the good deck, but I thought she was really good behind Uncommon James and Lofty Strike. Craig Williams, obviously, on board is a huge one. We know Star Patrol was immense first up. Um, Uncommon James, we know he was we, he got he got us beat last uh, last start, but he was coming back off a layoff and an injury. I thought he was huge, and um, he'll take um, like runs from that. King of Sparta has trialed like an absolute rocket and was really really good at Magic Millions. We know about Lofty Strike. Uh, Zapatea has got a wonderful first up record and has trialed really nicely. And then Mask Crusader, like. Like, you can make a case still going down. It's a hell of a race. This could be the best race I've seen in a while. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, what do you what do you reckon? What are, what are we, how are we going to finish this quarter off here? Uh, well, I, I, we can't let Aspora go around without us on, even though this is a big step up in grade for it. Yep. So chuck nine in. Now, the interesting thing is about car jumping off Chain of Lightning to ride IME. Yeah, right. Well, I'd probably do that too. So Jamie Carr's ridden uh, IME for a lot of the starts minus one that Luke Nolan took in the Tristarka Caulfield. So she's been on Chain of Lightning for all of those runs and she's now chosen to jump on IME. So I don't know what that's telling us. I reckon it's telling us to lay Chain of Lightning. <laughs> all right, done. Let's, so, Dan, are you ready? Nine thirteen. Fifteen. Uh, eight. That's uncommon, James. Five. And three. We've got to chuck Mask Crusader in. If he, if he gets up doing a Chautauqua coming down the outside, God, that'd be good. An Oracle, yeah. just from my notepad, what do you like the most in this race right now? Uh, like gun to my head. Gun take a head. Take uncommon, James. Oh, I like that. Well, that's great. That, probably, that, that court is looking fantastic. Isn't it? It's going to be a good, particularly if we stand out AB yeah. and Steel City. Yeah, if they got up, you'd just be laughing oh. coming to that last leg, wouldn't you? Exactly. You could almost field that last leg if you really if you really wanted to. Yeah. I'd never do the quaddy, but I'm excited now. I love yeah, the quaddies. I think it's my favorite way to bet. Uh, unless they go out in the first leg or the third, but um, yeah, so that's it. That's it. We've pretty much covered everything then, have we? We have. We've done it. All right, mate. Well, we'll let you go and uh, we'll talk to you. Um, when when are you going to, when are you going to, when are you going to put this out? This will be out f- uh, tomorrow morning, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, if anyone listens, Thursday. we'll give them to the early listeners. We'll go Kembla Grange, race seven. So good, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is that? So tomorrow, Kembla Grange. And we've got a good pricing. you got about 10 bucks about it. Hang on, Oracle. Oh, Hang on, Oracle. Shit. Repeat this for me. All right. Kembla Grange, race seven, number six. So good, so cool. All right. Lovely. Kemba Grange, race seven. Let me have a look at what it's paying. Hang on. Before you go. Yeah, 10 and 320. There you go. Go each way. Each way. Unreal. Well, thanks, mate. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. All right. See you, lads. Have a good one. See you, Oracle. Bye.